Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Gralia. Today is January 31st, and this is episode 91 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. As you might have heard, last week, an article ran in Newsweek that I wrote about Syngap. It was a general awareness piece, and I have to say, I've been very pleased with how it's been received. People have been sharing it. People have been talking about it. People have been reaching out to me. And the reason I bring it up is I want to tell you about how that came about, and I want to encourage you to use that article. Right? How it came about is... I decided a few months ago we needed more press. We needed more people talking about Syngap 1. And I thought about three reasons for that. Reason number one, there's patients out there who've been diagnosed that haven't connected with the fund. We need to connect with those patients. We need to bring them into our community. So I thought I'd just send out a flare. Hey guys, we're out here. Syngap's a thing. There's a community. Reason number two, donors are how we get our work done. And I want those donors to understand. People read articles in the press. So I was like, okay, we're going to send this to all the donors. Reason number three, Companies work on our drug, work on our disease, and they're going to make drugs. And times are not easy right now. Companies may or may not have to make cuts in their pipeline. And I want there to be energy and excitement around Syngap 1. So with those three things in mind, I said, let's go focus on press. And we're spending time and energy thinking about getting articles in the press. So when this opportunity to write a Newsweek came up, it was like, oh, it was go time. It was like, hey, Newsweek wants to do it. Let's do it. What does it look like? Brr. Editor asks questions. Brr. 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 Suddenly, I'm, I hit send at midnight. And I'm like, all right, let's hope that they run with it. I wake up in the morning, the article's live. I was like, whoa. And so we tweeted it out and you know the rest. Because it was for Newsweek and because it was targeted broadly, we really had to keep it high level. And um, that turned out to be really effective because I don't think we ever stopped to explain what this Syngap thing is in really broad terms. And this exercise forced me to do that. So the takeaway here for me is we got to spend more time doing public education. We got to spend more time telling people, guys, this is what Syngap's like. This is what it's like to get diagnosed. But get good news for you. Syngap.fund slash NW for Newsweek. Syngap.fund slash NW for Newsweek will take you to that article. So the next time you're talking to a family member, a community member, a neighbor, a teacher, a whatever... You don't have to explain the whole thing. You can be like, hey, you know, read this article. So this article is evergreen. And by that, I mean it's just sitting here. It explains Syngap in broad terms. And I think it's broadly applicable. Um, and I encourage you as the community to use this article to help do your own advocacy, to tell your own story about your kid, and to just give people a reference point that you, this, your, your son or daughter is not the only one. That's point one. Point two, tell your story. Right? Wherever you live, there's local press. Wherever you live, there's there's a there, there's a there's a there's a publication. It might be the LA Times, it might be the whatever city tribune or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Please take the time and the effort to reach out and be like, hey, there's a very special rare kid in our community. I'd like you to write about them. Because having that in print, it makes it easier for the community to understand what's going on with you, makes it easier for you to advocate for your loved one, makes it easier for all of us collectively to raise awareness about Syngap 1. See my opening point. What about the patients that are out there? What about the donors that are out there? What about the companies that are out there? We need to stay on message, people. We need to keep Syngap 1 top of mind. And that's what that article was all about. And I want to compliment Joe Ashline, in the past week or so, Invitae ran an article about Joe. So Invitae in the past has run an article about Naya, who they diagnosed with behind the seizure, and they just ran an article about Joe Ashline, too. It all helps, guys. Every single article, every single time Syngap 1 appears on the internet, 
we are raising awareness and we are connected with new families. So I'm really happy about that article. I welcome your feedback about it. If you have connections at any other any other publication and you think you can get someone to write about Syngap Research Fund or Syngap, any angle, I'll take it. We got to keep the word out there and we got to get everybody who's out there with a Syngapian, whether they know it or not, to know about us, right? So if they know it, they should be part of this community. And if their child is, has epilepsy or absence seizures or um, autism or intellectual delays, I've already had people I shared that with be like, whoa, I had no idea. And these are people I know. I'm like, you had no idea, really? Number one. Number two, I've had people reach out to me and say, you know, I got to get my kid genetic testing. That is, a, that is a down the middle win, right? My kid, sounds like your kid when he was four, I got to get genetic testing. I don't know if that child has SYNGAP1 or something else, but if they got something, they got to know it, right? We all understand the value of getting a genetic diagnosis. So a little bit of a victory lap on Newsweek. Let's keep using that article. Let's keep that article alive. Share it with your community. Share it on social Keep the buzz up. That is an evergreen article. We should, we, should, we should milk it for all it's worth. It was a lot of work to get it out. Let's celebrate it. That was point number one. Point number two. I always listen to the previous episode when I do this episode to make sure I don't repeat myself. Last episode was really good. You should go listen to it. I'm very, that was a lot of good stuff in there. That's all I'm going to say. Point number three. Citizen. I checked in with Virginia and the team at Citizen. We are over 200 people in that um in, enrolled and confirmed in Citizen. Thank you so much to all the families who have signed up for Citizen. Your data is being used by researchers and by industry. And for those of you who are, I talked to one family this week, was helping them with something, and I said, well, just look it up in Citizen. They said, oh, wait, we're not in Citizen because of privacy issues. I respectfully suggest that your child's data is safer in Citizen than almost anywhere else. Citizen takes privacy very seriously. So we're going to have a work, we're going to have a webinar soon with Virginia where she's going to walk through some of the privacy um, precautions and the way the data is shared out of Citizen. You, please tune into that. Please watch the recording if you can't. Citizen takes privacy very seriously and, and not sharing your data on Citizen is, is really a miss for our whole community. So I encourage everyone to sign up for Citizen because there's so much cool stuff going on and we need that data, right? We need to be able to tell the story of how Syngap shows up clinically. That's actually, I'm going to come to that in a second. Um, for example, we just put up our, um, our science presentations. We've just put up our science presentations from our science conference in, on December 1st. That's on our website, links in the show notes. And the thing you need to know there is one of those presenters was Dr. Danielle Andrade, who I've talked about in the past. And, and she talked about how Syngap shows up in adults, right? Especially if you have an adult Syngapian. Let's get that data in Citizen so Citizen can do the hard work of going through the records and pulling out the key points so researchers like Dr. Andrade can write publications that help people understand this is what Syngap looks like. That is going to help your child who's an adult Syngapian. That's going to help all our children as they become adult Syngapians. And that's going to help us find the other Syngapians out there who are already adults. This data really matters, guys. It really, really matters. So I want to thank Corey and Lauren and everybody else who's helped recruit someone into Citizen. It's a huge effort and it matters. And I just want to give a shout out to, as you know, Syngap Research Fund is organized in sort of six working groups, right? One of them is the medical science team that's led by Hans and Marta and JR. One of them is um, community activation that's led by Corey. Incredible. One of them is um, marketing and comms that's led by Ed. Incredible. Resource mobilization has been led by Peter since the beginning. Incredible. 
Kevin and Rebecca and soon Stephanie are going to lead in critical ops, which is finance and legal. And partnerships have, have been led for the longest time by Pavel. These people are doing an incredible job. And I'm sitting on a lot of mailing lists and a lot of Slack messages. And I'm seeing these teams start to gel. People are having meetings and getting things done. And I'm not even there. I love it. So thank you so much to those group leaders. We as a community are killing it. And it's because people are stepping up. People are becoming uh, stronger leaders and are really taking ownership for this community. And that... That's how we're going to get it done, folks. That's how we're going to get it done at scale. We have so much work ahead of us. We have so much work ahead of us. And it's only going to happen if we organize, leaders step up, and we get things done. So my, my deep and heartfelt thanks to everyone I just mentioned. And I just want to end by saying, um, I might actually end on time today. Probably not. Um, tomorrow is February 1st, which means March 1st is a month away. Look at me. And March 1st is when we accept grant applications. And grant applications matter because that's when we take the money that this community has raised and we use it to improve the future of our loved ones. And I just want to mention, if any researchers are out there, here's, here's, here are the priorities we're thinking about right now. Biomarkers and endpoints. What are we going to measure in trials? Variants of uncertain significance. How are we going to resolve them? How are we going to get patients out of the I don't know bucket into the welcome to the Syngap community bucket? Getting Syngap in the literature, things like Dr. Andrade's work. How are we going to describe our patients in the literature so doctors everywhere can find them? And just broadly, Syngap for transla translational science for Syngap, right? What, what can we invest in that will help us get closer to a medicine fast? These are the things we're thinking about. It's been an incredible week. I want to thank everybody for sharing that Newsweek article. Read it, share it, make your own article, stay in touch. The Syngap Research Fund is here for you. Come join it, work with us, help us improve the future for Syngapians.